Good evening, good evening, everyone. This is Martha with Bible Time. Back with another great word from the Lord. I am in Sanford, Florida, um, between Orlando and Daytona Beach. And so the time here is 3.20. So I don't know what time it is where you're at. Um, maybe it's nighttime, evening, morning. But it's 3.20 p.m. in the afternoon here in Central Florida. So I hope everyone is doing well on this great Tuesday. I hope you and your families are still practicing social distance, sanitizing, hand washing, and wearing those fashion masks. Because we now, we can um, fix our masks up to look fashion and beautiful, all colors and styles. So we have to make this a lifestyle. So I think most of us have. But I hope you guys are doing well. And you know, when I come on the air, I'm always um, reminding everybody to continue to practice safe hygiene because COVID-19 is still with us and people are still dying from it and people are still being hospitalized. People are still being sick. And I'm so sorry that we are going through this when I pray every day and ask the good Lord to move it off the face of our earth so that we can have a clean world again. But we have to remember, we have to take care of ourselves so that we can keep our loved ones safe and our elder loved ones because those are the ones that are sick and in wheelchairs and are in bed. They can't do anything for themselves and we have to remember to take care of them and stay clean. So moving right along to give you a good encouraging word. Like I said before, I hope all is well with you and your families. I'm not going to be on the air long. I simply came on the air today to talk about what God expects us to do. What God expects us to do. God expects us to do a lot of things that we don't do, but God expects us to do good. So I'm going to come from um, um, Colossians 3, 12, and 14. And I'm going to read a scripture here. And then we're going to talk about what I read. Amen. So, Colossians 3, 12, and 14. It says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, heart, compassion hearts, kindness, um, humble, meekness, and patience bear with one another and if one has a complaint against another forgive each other as the lord has forgave you so you also must forgive and above all these put on love which binds everything together in perfect harmony I'm going to read this second verse once again. And it is, As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, 
which bind everything together in perfect harmony. See, most of us are walking around here with unforgiveness. Unforgiveness in our hearts. And we wonder why we can't move ahead in life. Where the scripture just told you. If we don't learn to forgive people that have hurt us, our, my brothers and sisters, and did us wrong, talked about us, stole from us, um, did something wrong to our children, whatever the situation may be that what someone has done to you, I'm simply saying that we have to learn to forgive. Because if we don't forgive those people have hurt us or wronged us, then God cannot simply forgive us. It said it in his word. He won't forgive us. If we want God to forgive us for our sins and our wrongness, then we have to start by forgiving other people or what they simply done to us. Now, look, I know none of us is perfect and neither am I. And I know that sometimes to forgive others, it takes time and you got to pray about it. You got to get it out your system. You got to try to work around your feelings and your emotions about it. And it's simply hard. It is. I'm. (laughs) Let me say what I'm going to say. I am the first one to say it is very hard to forgive people when they hurt you. Oh, my God. You have no idea. You guys have no idea the hell that I've been going through. And it's family. It's family, the ones that throw bricks at you. And then they lie about it and say they haven't said it or done it. But if I told you some of the stuff that I've been through for the last couple of years, you would begin to think, how in the world is she able to get on Anchor and do a podcast? They simply tried to shut me down by saying and lying on me and making up stuff. Say what I said. Don't make up stuff. That's what I tell them. But it has been the last three years since my mom been bedridden. It has been so hard for me to try to deal with family about my own mama. Because everybody wants to have their way and do what they want to do. But when you come in and try to do something, you're wrong. Are you going to make mother worse? Or we can't trust you with mother. And it's my mother. You guys have no idea the stuff I've been through about my own mother. But you know what? I'm not going to go into it because it's only going to make me angry. But I use that as an example to let you all know. I don't know how bad or what you guys have been through with family or other people have hurt you. But we have to let that stuff go because it'll bog us down. I have a sister. She's very beautiful. Her name is Pam. And she had one child. She lost her son. Somebody killed him to gun violence. And my sister had to be in the courtroom with the guy that murdered her only child. She had only one child. And this guy took his life over nothing. Over nothing. Simply because... because this guy was robbing somebody's house down the street, and my nephew went down there, and he told 
the people, the guy, and some more guys was with him, not to do that to the old people or don't hurt these people. And they shot him and killed him. One shot killed him, took his life. So my sister had to, it's been five, it's been six years now, but my sister is still hurting from that. She's still crying. His anniversary is today as we speak on the 23rd, and she's still crying, and she's still suffering, and it's been six years because that was her only child, and they took his life. You have to learn to forgive people, even when they kill your children, or even when they take someone's life in your family. We have to forgive those murders who murder our family members. It is so hard to forgive people when they hurt you. And you know that you haven't did none to them. And you know that they are wrong. It is very hard to forgive them. So I understand if you're going through that. I understand that it's hard to forgive people. You, Somebody might have took your husband from you or your boyfriend. Or some might, somebody might have did your child wrong and hurt them. It is hard to forgive people when their behavior is extremely crazy. It's hard to forgive. I understand. That's why the Lord wants me to talk about this today. It is hard. But see, when we have the love of God in our hearts, and we get up every day and every morning, we practice with the Lord, and we honor God, and we know who He is, I think we have a better chance Um, in life to forgive people when they do wrong because we know that that same God has forgiven us. And the word says that if we forgive others, God will forgive us. So a lot of times, my brothers and sisters, we go through stuff in life over and over again and we wonder why we're still on the same path or the same cycle. Simply because that we have not forgiven those people that have hurt us. So God would take us through this thing over and over and over and over again. He would just take us over and over again. He will. Because we haven't forgiven those people. He's saying to us, well, I can't forgive you because you haven't forgiven them. We must do that. And I apologize about the siren. I'm sitting with my front door open. But we must forgive. We must forgive, my brothers and sisters. It's hard to forgive people with their crazy behavior and their crazy actions and stupid stuff that they do to us and say to us. It's hard to forgive them and try to go back and talk to them all over again. That's a hard thing to do. And especially when they take a life. Um, You know, one of our family members, our relatives, or even our child. It's hard to forgive people when they murder people in our family. But we still have to forgive them so that we can move on. It's very hard. But I just want to encourage you today. If you want God to forgive you for your sins and your wrong, because we all have sin, and we still sin, include me. Include the person that teach these lessons every day. I still have sin in my life. You know why? Because I'm not perfect. And my flesh still rise. And the only way I'm going to get rid of my sin totally is when God takes me out of this sinful world. Then the flesh die and the sin is gone. 
But until then, I'm going to always have some type of sin in my life. And so are you. But we just must keep confessing that sin and asking God to forgive us over and over again. We must just keep confessing that sin and asking the Lord to forgive us. We have to, because that's the only way. That's the only way, my brothers and sisters. There's no other way to do it. We have to confess, and Lord Jesus, please forgive me every day. I do it in the morning. I do it in the evening, and sometime all through the day. It depends, but in the morning and in the evening are my two times of day that I ask the Lord to forgive me for my sins. You know why? Because in the morning I'm getting up and I have to go in prayer in my prayer room and pray to God and I have to confess my sins because last night while I was sleeping or waking, I had some thoughts that wasn't like God. I might have had some evil thoughts. I might have said something wrong on the phone, but I have to ask God for forgiveness when I wake up in the morning. At night, when I go to bed, get ready to go to bed, I confess my sins, asking the Lord to forgive me. Forgive me for this sin that I live in. Forgive me for the sin I've forgotten about. Forgive me for the sin I know about. And forgive me for the sin I've done. I confess those four things every morning and every night. Because we have to. That's what the Bible says. We must confess our sins. So we have to confess our sins, my brothers and sisters, and we have to learn to forgive. We can't hold unforgiveness in our hearts because God will hold us accountable for it, and he will not forgive us. He won't until we learn to forgive. I'm not saying this. It's simply in the word that I read to you this today. If you're holding on to some unforgiveness of some things that someone has done to you, you need to confess that sin and ask the Lord, I can't tell you what you need to do. Let me take that back. I pray that you confess that sin and ask God to forgive you. Colossians 3, 12 and 14 tells us that we have to do that. We have to be holy Beloved, compassion. We have to come have compassion hearts. We have to be kind. We have to be humble, meekness, patience, love. And we can't complain against others all the time. Complain about them. Because when we complain about them, guess what? God complain about us. So we have to remember whatever we do to someone else is being done to us as well. Because the book of John teaches us that we are one body, one body of Christ. So we are all in the body of Christ together. That's why we call one another brothers and sisters in Christ. Because when we complain and mistreat one, we're we're complaining and mistreating our own self and don't even realize it. Because God said we're all a one with him. So we have to remember what we say, if it's kind, Say it. If it's not kind, don't say it. Our actions, we have to watch that. Our body language, it speaks too. All those things, my brothers and sisters, we have to be careful with. I just hope and pray that um, this lesson was educated for you guys. And I hope that 
it touched someone's heart that has not turned loose unforgiveness. Because I want to leave this with you before I go. Unforgiveness will make you sick. It will make you sick as well. If you feel like you're struggling with a sickness or illness and can't get rid of it, then it could be some unforgiveness that you're holding on to. You have to learn to forgive. Because if you don't, God won't forgive you. So I pray that this was a great little lesson for someone to open up and go to God for forgiveness. Clean yourself up. It's not worth it. You, you better move on and you'll be more free. You'll be like the butterflies. They're so free and they fly and they glide through the air and they're just happy. You want to be free. Let go of that unforgiveness. Get it out your heart. Clean it up. Forgive whoever it is that you're mad at. Go to them and say, I'm sorry if I cause any harm to you, but I need you to apologize to me as well. Sometimes, you know, when you apologize to people, they don't apologize by it. You have to tell them they need to do that. And that's sad. You shouldn't have to say, I need you to apologize to me. Because if I come to you and apologize to you for something I've done, then you should be man or woman enough, or boy or girl, to apologize to me as well. Amen? So I'm going to let you guys go. I'm not going to hold you any longer. Like I said, I hope this lesson was educated. I hope you guys understood everything. And go in your Bible and turn to the book of Colossians 3 and 12 and 14. And try to read it and get some understanding. But go to God and get the most understanding. Because he is there waiting with open arms. So you guys continue to practice social distance. And hand washing, sanitizing, wearing your masks keeping you and your children's and your grandkids and elder loved ones safe. And we really want to watch out for our elder loved ones because they're in beds, wheelchairs, or can't move around. So we have to really take care of them. Amen. So I pray that you guys have a great Tuesday evening and a great Tuesday night. I will be back again with another wonderful word from our God. And this is Martha with Bible Time, and I'll be back soon.